Greetings, welcome, hey into my peep suck passe. I'm her Dean Mercier, your chief grief crusader and host. You heard it? I'm that host. I'm that host that's gonna bring you the most. Ooh, that rhymes, and I love it. OMG, let me tell you, Grief Crusaders, I had an amazing weekend. I launched my webinar. Oh, you know that moment of success where you know you did right with people's times? I felt it all. So much so, I did something that I have a hard time doing. Can I just tell that truth? I have a hard time just being still and resting and just relaxing and chilling out. But this weekend, I I made it. Every time I wanted to, oh, let me plan the next or let me do something else. That busybody spirit that tried to come up in me this weekend, let me tell y'all, I put it in its place. I'm like, no, I'm resting. It's Mother's Day weekend. And let me just say this, y'all. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. And to all the mother figures out there that's doing what you do, I have amazing mother figures in my children's lives. I have them. Just to name a few. Evna, Renette, Esther, my sister Early. Just so many. Uh, Martine. So, so, so many people. Tati Martha, we appreciate you and we love you. We thank you for what you do and making our kids feel special. Team Mercier kids feel special, unique, and seen. I love you all from the moon and back, from the stars and beyond. You are love and I see you and I care about y'all. I care about y'all so much. Um, and with that being said, I have to talk about my Mother's Day weekend. And so I want to say that this weekend literally was about me resting and chilling and Mother Days came up this past Sunday and I got up and I'm like, you know what? I've never really had a wish list Saturday night. Hubby went out and got some flowers and surprised me. I always find that to be a blessing. He's really good to me um, and I'm blessed. But on Mother's Days, it just makes you feel more special. And I love it. I love that feeling. And and then he came with some words of affirmations. Oh, that's my love. My love. Like he appreciates me and I appreciate him. Even when I get on his nerve. He appreciate me and I love it. But what I want to say is, is that I did a wish list. I requested certain things like I wanted soup jumu for breakfast. The kids cooked a surprise brunch for me. I didn't ask for it. They did it. And I actually said for Mother's Day, I want to nap for three hours. Do not knock on my door. I just want to sleep in peace. And they did it, y'all. They did it. Nobody came and asked me for my computer password. Nobody came and asked me because they watch TV. Oh, nothing happened. I just loved, loved, loved it. And then I asked for my tradition. Um, On Mother's Day, I have this tradition where I order a nice 
big fried fish from a local Haitian restaurant. I did that and then I put in a request. I put in a request that Dr. J be all minds for dessert and he did that. I just had an amazing, amazing, amazing Mother's Day weekend and I hope you did too. And for those who are missing their mothers, I want you to go back and listen to Jerry Lynn's episode. Her episode, her whole entire episode is packed with wisdom about missing their mothers. Of anyone who's missing their mothers, you want to go back and listen to that. The other thing that I'm excited about, can we get a drum roll? Drum roll. I think that sounds like a drum roll. I'm excited. Guess what? I am moving the chief grief crusader and her community. Guess where we're moving? We are moving to Facebook. We are moving to Facebook because it gives people a lot more access and finding it. Um, And so I've decided I've created I did a little work this weekend. I got to think about that. I created that Facebook on Friday night. And you have access to the Facebook. Go at it. Become a grief crusaders. I have so many great ideas from book clubs to guests in the grief seat. So many things are going to go down in that group. Now there's only one rule. You can invite how many people you like. You can tell all your friends them, but you cannot share what's happening in the group outside of the group. Like you can't share our videos outside of the group. I don't want that to happen. Why? Because it's a safe place. Yes, we're creating a safe place where people can open up their hearts and talk and share. Um, But I also have to put in this public service announcement It is social media. So share what you feel like sharing at your own risk, y'all. I have to say that. And without further ado, I have to say, don't forget to check us out. Um, Check us out on Grief Crusaders, the Facebook group. Become a Grief Crusader if this is your first time hearing it. Um, Where we can hear you, see you, and support you. During this journey where life isn't perfect, but the requirement of living it is. Without further ado, I have to introduce to you all, I would call this queen um, my very first introduction to mentorship, to guidance, to love, to support, to seeing a mentor see you and you not be a number. And I love this woman. I love 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 this woman um and I'm so happy for her growth that you will see in this in this episode she's very vulnerable she's very raw and she's sitting in her grief grief truth and we will honor her and allow her to express herself the best way she knows how by telling the truth and the beauty of that is that it's freedom it's freedom when you do it And without further ado, let me introduce to you Tanya King. Tanya King. Oh, my God. I'm getting emotional just saying her name because I know what this episode is about. Um, Tanya King. She leads a team. She's a mentor. She sells. But she never really thought that that would be her life. 
the thought of public speaking really made her sick to her stomach. But she stepped out her comfort zone. She left Baptist Hospital in Miami, Florida, where she was an ICU nurse to do something that most people didn't think to do. She even never thought that one day she would imagine herself leading a team of individuals and women and being very passionate about changing lives. But now she's in the world of motivating people to get ready to change their lives in such a positive way. So she used to change lives in the ICU unit, but now she's changing lives by speaking passion, by being dedicated, and joining so many others in the direct selling world. And let me tell you, she's reached top records, reached top records. Tanya grew up seeing firsthand what it meant to work hard. Her mother held several jobs at once just to make ends meet. She watched her mother work day and night, sleeping on the couch just so her children could have a space to call their own. This is why when the opportunity came for her to take control, um, she seized it. Now, after 16 plus years of leading teams to new heights and raising the bar for any upcoming entrepreneurs, she is excited about the next chapter. I so love this woman because she taught me a quote about life, living in faith and focus every day, living in faith and focus every day. It is not just a name or a brand she slapped on a shirt. Life is a vision to create without limits, she believes, to inspire without fear, to surrender to the divine process. I love it, to surrender to the divine process, to live your life how you've always dreamt it to be. When people see the word life, Tanya wants them to feel like master creators. She wants them to know they are enough. Your life is yours. What you, what you are willing to create. What are you willing to create? She asks. That's the vision you will capture when you, when you, when you, when you are living a life in faith and focus every day. Without further ado, Tanya King. Welcome to the Redefining Grief Podcast, Tanya King. My Hello, Herdeen. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Tanya. We're both crybabies and I'm trying to keep it all together because I'm really not even trying to look at you in the eye. Like mm. uh, the journey to getting here has been a journey. I had many dark days, many good days, but seeing you always represents the light mm. the light in those dark days so you represent tanya to me a beacon of light in an area or in a time in my life i was searching for my purpose you know when you had your meetings i would show up you know we were in mary Kay together you were actually my sales director I met you and I just fell in love with you because of your spirit, your heart, and your soul. You know, 
I'm not about people treating me like a number. I said that to you time and time again. I'm about, you represent about what I preach about seeing people, hearing people and validating their emotions. And although things didn't work out for me and Mary Kay, baby, but there was a lesson that came from it all. Mary Kay taught me so much about being a businesswoman and showing up Mm -hmm. um, in all her principles that she created. And I love it. Um, But you will always be that beacon of light. I compare you to my current coach now. Um, (laughs) You remind me so much of Patrice Washington. Um, and I pray the day that you all are able to meet. She's powerful. Yeah. Like I've told you, I've listened to almost all of her podcasts. You know, you know, I'm big on GIS and my facial expressions were like, what? And then I sat back. Oh, she's listened to, did she say, and I remember texting you, did you say all of Redefining Wealth podcast episodes. That's almost three years worth of episodes, Tanya. I was on, I binge listen. <laughs> <laughs> Some people binge eat, I binge listen. <laughs> wow, wow. So you understand the principles. You understand truly in meeting her. I met her through an ad literally mm-hmm. a Facebook, no Instagram ad came across my screen at a time that was very dark. I was just like pleading because I still had that Mary Kay in me, owning my own time, being free. And mm-hmm. I knew it had to do that of me working with women, but I didn't know how, but see, I was singing back then at your meetings, right? <laughs> Yes, you were. I was singing back then. I was encouraging back then at your meetings. Yes, I was. And I I was just trying it out. And I when I look back, I I can see the the individual in me that I always knew I was. Like I was fearless. Mm-hmm. I was willing to try. I was willing to try. And in willing to try, you are on my mother's, today is mother, this month of May, I'm going to be celebrating mothers and their emotions and talking about grief. To me, Tanya, what does, what is your truth when you think about grief? My truth when I think about grief, honestly, Mm -hmm. Although it's a human, it's some, because we're in this human experience, we experience it. I don't think we necessarily have to. Mm. Honestly, Mm -hmm. now that I've, I've gone through a lot of grief and a lot of loss and changes and so forth. But I think a lot of the grief that we feel has to do with our perspective on the things that are happening. It's the meaning that we're giving the things that are happening. And now being on the other side of these experiences, looking back, I didn't have to see it the way I saw it. I didn't have to experience it the way that I experienced it necessarily. Mm -hmm. I mean, of course the journey helps you to get to a certain place, but I don't know life like, and honestly, everything pivoted with like a shift in a perspective. So it was that simple. And then it all lifted, the grief lifted. So I, 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 my truth about grief is that 
we can choose to experience it or not. Mm. It, it's based on our perspective on, you know, the meaning we give what's happening. And you've always said that and um, it's always about the perspective. And I like that um, because what happens, what I find with working with my clients that they're stuck in the why me, like this is not supposed to happen. And that's why I have that quote of this life isn't perfect, but it must be lived. And so if it's going to happen to us, whether it's the loss of a job, the, the death of someone, the divorce, immigration issues, if those hard times are going to happen to us and we still have purpose, because I strongly believe in the midst of chaos, you still have to activate purposeful living. And so is in that shift of perspective that is going to happen. And so how did you get to this point where you say it's just, it's perspective. It's the way you see things. How did you get to that point? So I, like you're saying, like, I, I think it was, it's always been a belief system within me, mm -hmm. but I will tell you when I was going through, you know, my divorce and the, mm -hmm. the things with my ex-husband and my children and that pain related to that, I wouldn't have that, like that message wasn't, that belief wasn't coming up for me. <laughs> there was some other crazy beliefs going on in there. So, you know, to be honest, but being on the other side of it, um, I got to it through like exploration and, you know, reconnecting with what I do hold true and what is, what is real. And a lot of what we think is real and what we think is truth. If you question it a little bit, there's a lot of holes in it. Mm -hmm. And so it kind of starts to fall apart in front of your eyes. And then when you can literally go from one day, like I literally, like I wanted to kill my ex-husband. Like I was mm -hmm. so angry. You understand mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. the pain that we were going through I, to be able to go from one day to the next. And to see him different and have compassion for him. And I mean, so how do you get there? It's listening and questioning and um, like, what's the truth in this? What's the truth in this? What's the truth in this? It's like going deeper and going deeper and not letting it just be the surface flesh based human chatter that goes on, but going, past all of that. Like, mm -hmm. I think that's how I got, I got there. A lot of quiet time, a lot of self-reflection and getting back to what the real truth is and a lot of forgiveness, mm. you know, for yourself and for him and whoever hurt you and what the situation, like just being at peace with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So good. Mm -hmm. Being at peace with it, like getting to a place. One of my final anchors is how do you get to restoration? And I strongly believe you get to restoration by really telling the truth about your heartache, talking to your heart, speaking to that pain, mm -hmm. um, getting silent, like you said, connecting with the right people, um, and then tapping into your faith anchor and then getting to restoration. Um, who did you call when you had those emotions that came up and like, I want to take him out, Jesus, help me. Cause it comes up. Doesn't mean you are going to act on it, but those dark places, when you're hurt, the saying is true. When you hurt people, you do want to hurt people. 
So who did you connect with? What did your connection anchor look like in connecting with people and asking for help? To be honest, um, I didn't do a good job with that. And I have heard your five pillars and the biggest pillar for me was actually the faith pillar. Mm-hmm. Um, there, you can tell you've been listening to Patrice because she's the <laughs> pillars and I'm the anchors. <laughs> oh, oh. She is okay. going to love this. <laughs> sorry, Patrice. Okay, so yeah, so the anchors. I'm sorry, you're right. I I, I wrote down your anchors and went listening to you. And um, I think the one that helped me the most was the faith. And then after that, after I had some level of healing is when I connected to community. Mm-hmm. So I didn't necessarily go in order. Um, I kind of suffered in silence, I guess, uh, mm-hmm. for, for a lot of it. But what I did connect to was reading. Um, so in a sense, that's a person, that's mm-hmm. a person's, you know, uh, thought process. Um, and a lot of faith, a lot of praying, a lot of like, please, like God, this is not me right like Mm -hmm. you have to remove this from me like I cannot have this spirit I can't have these feelings I do like I just I'm not this is not who I am like I am somebody who sees the good in every situation Mm -hmm. and to be in like such a dark place I was it was I mainly it was mainly my faith that brought me out of it then I connected to community and so Mm -hmm. Then I reached out to Kara, <laughs> you know, and um, people who could understand it and not judge it, mm. you know, because, um, and, and not, and not try to put it under the rug because some people will, oh girl, you don't really feel like that. And I'm like, no, I, I do feel like this. <laughs> like, Speak on it, speak on it. <laughs> I'm like, like I am contemplating. So like I listen, so I needed somebody who would hear me, not brush it under the rug, make me see myself without any judgment. I'm big on creating safe places that you can be seen, heard and validated without judgment. And it's so powerful that you're saying that because I know this amazing Tanya who Mm -hmm. always has some pearls of wisdom to just drop in your spirit when you really need to hear it and to know you had some dark days where you're like oh shoot help and I'm I'm asking for help because it's getting real dark and I'm getting scary that it may cost me my purposeful living it may cost me where it costs me to be like literally behind bars help me somebody <laughs> help me somebody and now looking back we can laugh at it but I knew it was hard yeah you see I know the Tanya that is her life motto is life right I've never forgot this acronym living in faith and focus every day. I still have my sweater that has the <laughs> off the shoulder that we what? wore it. Yes. And I wear it, especially during the cold part with some banging boots. You hear me? <laughs> yeah. I will not get rid of it. You know, Jameson is a minimalist. I know you care about him and care about Jameson a lot, but he would mm-hmm. get chopped up if he touched <laughs> that sweater and try to tell me to put that sweater in a box. But and it has that tree. And I want you to talk about where did that 
you know, where did that acronym come from that you're living in faith and focus every day, mm-hmm. but something happened where you just, you lost focus. Girl, I lost myself. I mean, you would not have recognized me. Mm-hmm. I was like insane. You could have committed me. Wow. God bless my children for like, I mean, my kids were the only ones who really saw that, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that was tough. Mm-hmm. But, you know, thank God for them and their strength. Mm-hmm. And I guess because they, they grew up a lot in the Mary Kay world. And mm-hmm. so they, you know, they had some level of, you know, they were equipped to a, a sense to, to still see me and remember like mom, like this is a moment, you know, mm-hmm. but whoa, like you wouldn't have recognized me. I, if I think about it, I just, it's like, whoa, who is that? Mm -hmm. Um, but life has always been with me. I remember getting, um, messages or this, the whisper. Mm. (laughs) Oh, Lord. (laughs) So her Dean did this amazing <laughs> conference call for our team once and she called titled it the whisper and it was following these the gentle soft nudge and, and it comes in like a whisper when God's talking to you and so I never forget that conference call and so I you know we all get it mm-hmm. and so my whisper would always tell me like teach him how to think like teach him how to think because I think at the end of the day, it comes down to like focusing on what you're wanting, what you're designing for your life, what, whatever it is, when you focus and then you release it and you have complete faith that God's orchestrating it. He's putting it together. Like I don't have to manipulate anything. I don't have to move anything. All I have to do is have complete focus and surrender and have faith that he's got it. And there's, you know, I'm in my background's in nursing. So the fact that every cell in your body differentiates itself mm-hmm. in utero and the same cell becomes your hair and mm-hmm. your eyelashes and it knows what to do. <laughs> like, what do I need to worry about? You know, the sun rises every morning and sets every night and I have nothing to do with that. I had no, I had nothing to do with how my body came together. Like we have nothing to do with that. Like my heart pumps and I have nothing to do with it. So I just know that if I channel my energy and focus and have faith that God's got it, that it, it always works out. Mm-hmm. And so that has always been something, I guess I came in with that and mm-hmm. to some extent. Um, and then it's just proven itself to me over and over and over and over and over and over again. Even the situation with my husband, even the, the, the bad stuff mm-hmm. was me focusing on the wrong thing. Like I, I know I had uh, a mental hand in the things that unfolded, even mm-hmm. though it wasn't what I wanted, but it was a fear that I was focused on. And so it manifested nonetheless. I was just about to say that. It's so good, Tan. I love talking to you. 
I want to know, is that whisper call still available? That would be interesting. <laughs> to you now. know what? We'd have to go way back in the archives, but they're all recorded. I'd have to, I haven't used that conference line in so long, but it's there. For sure. To, yeah. That would be the best Christmas gift ever. <laughs> We had to do a lot of research, but yeah. It was well, a great Ty, call. It was a great call. It was me. I, you were, I don't share this much. And I felt safe enough to share this with you. I remember sharing it with you that since I was a little girl, I had dreams of being on a big stage. Mm-hmm. I had dreams of being on a big stage. And I really do believe I'm in that season where I'm going to get on the big stage. And sometimes it's scary. (sighs) Because sometimes I didn't want to be on the big stage. For fear, for fear of, of what if they found out this truth? What about if they found out this truth? Um, And so that's why that truth anchor is so important to me because you liberate yourself. You liberate yourself by telling the truth. You liberate yourself. And to be here right now and talking about grief and and just knowing that God sent me to you to see an example of what true leadership is in honoring women. And I will never forget you for that. Mm. My kids' kids would know who you are, and I don't say that about many women. (sighs) And so I honor you for seeing women being genuine, always encouraging. And to know you had these dark times, I was in my own dark season. I wouldn't have known, I wouldn't have reached out. Um, we connected together cause you came across my mind and I just sent you a text, I missed you, where are you? <laughs> and I hadn't known anything, yeah. you know? I think a lot of people, suffer in silence honestly is what i've come to understand um so yeah i mean i i I think it's kind of it's common for people to go through what they're going through Mm -hmm. and a lot of people don't know Mm -hmm. uh so and uh, you know i'll i'll tell you her dean like after really looking at that season i think that I think most people go through a real valley like that. And if it were not for the mindset stuff that I had gone through and the books that I had read and having some foundation there, Mm -hmm. I can see why people get stuck in a loop and Mm. why they're still talking about their ex 20 years later and Mm -hmm. not a good life. You know, I, I could understand it because that's what saved me is like the foundation of what I had there. And, you know, like, Mm -hmm. this is not me. This is, I remember sitting in the bathtub and like rocking myself (laughs) Mm -hmm. and I'm like, 
in the bathtub and I'm like this, like Rain Man. I'm like, I am powerful. I am powerful. Like I can't, like, I mean, oh my God, like to me, you know, like I never had, I never, I've never experienced this loss of power like that, Mm -hmm. this loss of who I am, like, and I had to like piecemeal her back together Mm -hmm. and it took a while. Like I let everything go. Yeah. There's no quick fix to this journey, literally. And I think people think, oh, there's this quick fix. You're going to have flare ups. You're going to have those moments of, you know, and I understand it because I remember looking in the mirror and not knowing who I am. And I remember when we met for brunch, I said to you, I asked Jameson for a divorce and you were shocked as hell. Like, right. Like what? (laughs) Never that. Never that. (laughs) You know, and, and looking back, I said, because I was so focused that I had to find me first. But the truth of the, the truth of the matter is, I had asked him for a divorce because I thought cutting him off meant my freedom. Mm-hmm. And in our relationship, that wasn't going to work Mm-mm. because he is my rock. He's my support. He loves me. He cares for me. He adores me. But mm-hmm. I was just so in a dark place that I'm just like, you going to have to go, brother. Um, we're going to have to do something about these kids. Cause I know he, he would be the one. And he's told me several times he would take me to court and fight for his children. Rightfully so. Mm-hmm. Rightfully so. They're his too. We made them right. together. We had fun making them too. <laughs> <laughs> for so, sure. For sure. <laughs> So rightfully so, but I said, I remember just looking in the mirror and saying, who am I? I got lost in this marriage. I got lost having these kids. I got lost being a daughter. I got lost being an employee. Who am I? Mm -hmm. And I am determined to live my life. I am determined to living my best life. And so for me at the time, it looked like saying goodbye to him. It looked like saying maybe sharing the kids. It looked like possibly quitting the job. It looked like just setting myself free of everyone so that I can have a soul liberation. And so in your journey, it looked like rocking in the bathtub, right? It looked like repeating affirmations of I am powerful, you know, it looked like so many things. Um, And, and our grief journey is different. That's why I say, stop policing people's grief, just support them, see them, hear them and validate them. And when they talk crazy, you talk truth. No, you cannot take that man life, please. You know, you speak truth to them. Um, no, you, we're not having a divorce, Herdeen. Let's go to counseling. You, you went from one end to the next. Um, can we get an in-between? Um, and Jameson literally saved our marriage because he said, let's go to counseling. And then we went to counseling and I realized, oh, shoot, I don't have to let you go to find me. <laughs> Thank God for that. Thank God for that. And he probably said it just like that, as calm as a cucumber. Uh, (laughs) You know he molasses. That's his name. We get. He just 
straight chill. But you know the beauty in marrying him, Patrice, and being with him? Well, no, Patrice is all in our- Oh, my God! <laughs> God oh, my we, God! We both have- We got Patrice on the brain. <laughs> It's good. Oh my Listen. God. You see, you mirror her so much that I'm like, yeah, Patrice. Oh my God. You're not Patrice. You're Tanya King. Listen, <laughs> I don't mind being compared. Yeah. <laughs> Listen. And I said to, I said to, I, what I wanted to say, Tanya, is that in looking back, I was hurt. I didn't understand. And my fear was I would die and I will have all these titles, the wife, the mother, the daughter, but never understood what it meant to be her Dean. Mm -hmm. And so the idea is, well, maybe I got to let everybody go. The church folks, the cousin, them, the sister, everybody take a step back. So for you, what did you have to let go? Mm, I will answer that, but I just want to validate the power of somebody speaking truth over your crazy mm. because I had never, I haven't heard it like that, but that's, that's exactly what my kids did for me. They kept telling me, this is not you, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. they kept reminding me of who I am and, uh, so mm-hmm. if, if whoever's listening to this, if they get nothing else from that, it's, Hopefully there's somebody in your life that can speak that over you when you're going through something like that. But if not, you got to speak it for yourself mm-hmm. because I can't, that so powerful. And now looking back, that's exactly what they did for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and your question was, what did I have to let go mm-hmm. to get over, to get through that process? To get to mm-hmm. a place of restoration. hmm um, I, the lies, <laughs> mm. I had to let go of the lies and the, the perspective that wasn't serving anyone I had to let go of the, the wheel. Like you get in a loop and a hamster wheel of the same thought and the same thought and like this, and mm-hmm. I had to, I had to let all that go and like, no, mm-hmm. I had to like, no, no more, like mm-hmm. stop. Like I'm in control. I had to regain control over my thoughts and my body and just everything. I had to like, like literally I was like, stop. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like I had to, you know, so I I had to let go of the crazy, Mm -hmm. but they were, they're all lies at the end of the day. It's all lies. What were some of the the lies that came up for you? I failed. Oh, her Dean, girl. <laughs> you know we keep it 100. You know. Ugh, I should have brought I, my Kleenex. <laughs> I know. You know we keep it 100. You know I go to the heart stuff. I don't care about oh, the man. surface. You hear? Yep. Um, the lies were I failed, that I couldn't trust myself. Like I had missed, I had missed something related to him and my kids, mm-hmm. related to him. like. I had known him since I was 17. It's like, oh man, the lies were plentiful. Like Mm -hmm. it was all like, I doubted myself. I doubted my intuition. I doubted what I knew. I, 
doubted my power. I doubted my anything to you. It's just, you're filled with doubt. Like I, I didn't know, I couldn't make a decision. I couldn't, do I like red wine, white wine? Do I want steak or chicken? Like I, you just, you, I couldn't trust myself with anything. Mm-hmm. Um, the lies were crazy. I'm not a good mom. I missed this. Mm-hmm. Like I worked too much. Um, you know, it was so much. Mm. <laughs> yeah. The lies, but you know, you talk about that hamster wheel, right? Mm-hmm. You talk about that hamster wheel and I remember being in that hamster wheel, like, like, I just can't get this. Maybe I'm cursed. I remember <laughs> saying that. I was like, I mean, I got the husband and the kids, but this purpose thing ain't coming, Jesus. I got to be cursed. You know, maybe somebody did something before the generation before me and I'm paying for it now. And those are lies because Jesus came mm-hmm. to free us of all of that stuff. And so when you go back and you think about the lies, what did you have to grieve? What did you have to grieve to Mm. come out of it? I had to grieve the loss of a 22 year relationship. Uh, you know, you, you grieve the loss of the story, (laughs) you know, the story of Tanya and Robert, you know, it's like the story of what this is supposed to look like of, you know, the, the focus in business. Like it's, it's the loss of all the stories. Like I had to grieve all of that and realize that, I'm meant to write a different story and, Mm. and that I, I had a hand in writing even this broken story. Like we all wrote this broken story. You know, I'm going to tell you, I had this vision of um, having a dinner and inviting like all the people in our lives Mm -hmm. and standing up and, you know, just thanking them. Like, cause we went through, it was, terrible the things that were going on right Mm -hmm. and I was gonna just kind of thank them for being characters in our story Mm -hmm. (laughs) because it was like a movie like we're writing it's like a screenplay that we Mm -hmm. all wrote and we casted these characters and like I I I finally realized that I I wrote this Mm -hmm. like we wrote this and now I'm writing something different you see? Mm-hmm. And so, um, it's the most powerful liberating thing that will happen to you when you realize that nothing is happening to you. Mm. And so I, I, and that I, you know, I, I know this, I would say this, Mm-hmm. years ago mm-hmm. but to get back to the place of understanding that, that none of this happened to me i wrote this all out i casted these characters and people are in pain or dealing with different things related to this um but at the end of the day i wrote the story like i don't know 
Herdine, I realize that um, we're honestly, because of what we're focusing on and being on the hamster wheel and keep recreating the crazy mm-hmm. or recreating the cycle, um, we just continue to keep writing it. Mm-hmm. And we continue to keep, you know, casting more characters and pulling it all in. And it's like a sitcom and we mm-hmm. just keep, we keep it going. Mm-hmm. And when I decided to stop it, it all stopped. It all stopped, all of it, the lawyers, the everything. When I said no more and we stopped it, everything stopped. Like, how how do you go from this whole big orchestrated situation to literally one decision, a shift in perspective, and it's a whole new story? Hmm. So. And looking back at the root of the story, if you were to give the one character a word and the word has to be an emotion, what would you, what do you think that emotion character name would be? You know, the, um, it's love. Isn't that crazy? Mm. Like that's what came up for me. So crazy. Okay. (laughs) But it's love. I read this book. It's called, um, oh my gosh, The Sun and the Soul, or The Soul and the Sun. I cannot even, it's by Donald Walsh. Mm-hmm. And it's about a little soul, and he's talking to God, mm-hmm. and he wants to come and experience himself as forgiveness. I'm Cliff, mm-hmm. this is the Cliff Note version, right? <laughs> and so he's talking to God, and, you know, God's basically saying, um, you know, that's, that's really, that's, you know, that's wonderful that you want to come and do this, but there's honestly nothing to forgive. Um, and so he continues with this dialogue with God and then all these other little souls gather and they have, they heard that the little souls having a conversation with God and, um, and the little souls, like, you know, I, I, you know, I want to come and I, I want to be able to experience myself as forgiveness. Like I really mm-hmm. want to experience myself as forgiveness. Like he's mm-hmm. excited about doing that. And then uh, another soul steps up and he says, you know, I will, um, I'll, I'll, I'll do this for you. Like I'll come to earth or what have you. And, you know, I'll do something to you. Uh, so that you can experience yourself as forgiveness. And he's like, you know, why would you do that? You're such a bright light. And, you know, God reminds them that I've only created light. Uh, everything I've ever created is light, right? Mm-hmm. And so he, he at the little soul says, you know, why would you do this? And he says, because I love you. Because I love you, I will dim my light. Because I love you, I will allow you to experience yourself as forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And he says but the one thing that I ask of you is when I have dimmed my light this much and, you know, and he starts to like in the book, you know, he starts to like put a cloak over and, Mm -hmm. you know, he's, you know, dimming his light. And he says, when I, once I start doing that, I will forget who I am. And all I ask for you to do is remind me. Mm -hmm. And so the word that I would give every character in my life story would be love even my ex-husband like he like somehow we we made this arrangement this agreement we wrote this together 
whatever and all the pain and everything that has happened it's so that i could experience myself as myself now and who i'm becoming and he could experience himself as he is now and who he's becoming like it's a gift we gave to each other you see mm-hmm. this is making sense it does it <laughs> does make sense so you chose its perspective and looking which, back at the moment or those experience or that season, you now look back, you probably looked at it as hurt. But now that you're on the other side of it, you're looking at it as love. And you yeah. needed to go through that self to get the evolution of Tanya King. And exactly. boy, do I love this lady. I love <laughs> you before, but I know I'm going to love you even more because you're good stock. Thank you. You too. Thank you, my love. (laughs) Thank you, my love. And before I let you go, I do have three questions for you. And the Mm -hmm. very first question in my mommy's mental mindset series for the month of May is, now that you've gone through your journey, what have you found to be your truth? Mm. What have I found to be my truth that um, I, I mean, it's what I've been saying. Like we are, we create it. Like we, I created that story. I can rewrite it and create something different. And it's about living in faith and focus every day. Like it really is. Mm-hmm. And just making sure that you are focusing on the right things um, and not trying to manipulate it. Mm-hmm. Like let it, be, let, like, let it be, let, let the unfolding occur, no matter what it is, whatever the situation is, like just allow it to unfold. Stop trying to control and micromanage and all of that because it's really, it's for nothing anyway. Mm-hmm. Like he's got it. So that, that, I think that's the truth that I've, I've really embraced. Yep, that living in faith, focus every day. I love that acronym. Mm-hmm. The other thing that I wanted to ask you, in five words or less, what do you want to tell people? Five words or less. Oh, this is tough. <laughs> Immediately what came to mind is you are the author. Oh, Tanya. Oh, that touched me deep down in my soul. That's going to set somebody free. Mm-hmm. You are the author. We think we're not, but we really are. I love you. I just love mm-hmm. you. <laughs> I'm so glad you made it through. I am so glad you made it through. Oh, I do. <laughs> uh, dang, that's good. Mm-hmm. Wow, I forgot the third. Oh, here's a third question. You know, I love to sing. I love to sing. I don't care where I'm at. I'm gonna sing the flow. <laughs> I don't care what you think about my voice. I'm gonna sing. What song got you through? Mm. I was here. I was here. Beyonce. Mm. <laughs> tell me more time what tell me 
<clears throat> well, I mean, ultimately, I we're all here for some purpose. Like the stage that you envisioned as a child, I think everyone has, we all, we do have a purpose and we're supposed to contribute something to mankind. And so um, the songs about, about that, it's like, I was here, like I left a mark, like I did something with myself. Like, you know, I, I didn't just come here and come out. Like I'm, I'm like, you're leaving your essence, you're leaving your energy, you're leaving something behind that was, you know, bettered the world. Like I, I was here. Mm -hmm. You're not forgotten even when you're not here anymore. So I just, that song helps me to just continue to reconnect to purpose. And like, I, 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 I know my gifts. Mm -hmm. And so I just, I didn't want to get lost in the valley and not be able to give my gift away mm. to as many people who I, who I can. Like, I, I know, like, we're supposed to give them away. So um, the song just helped, helped, helped me to remind, like, come on, you gotta, you, you wanna make sure that when you're gone, that there's somebody that you gave yourself to you gave your gifts and your talents and what you were supposed to bring to the planet. You gave it away. So that's the song. <laughs> Beyonce. Now, you, <laughs> now, you know, I'm going to go listen to that song from a different perspective <clears throat> with the Tanya living in your faith, living in faith and focus everyday mindset. Mm -hmm. so if I call you crying you know why <laughs> it we makes can me cry. cry yeah we can cry <laughs> together and yes. you know I gotta figure out how to put a song play together because I don't know how to do that that's probably going to be my next honey list to do can you help me learn how to put an iTunes song? Oh, like, together? like a, yeah, playlist. like a playlist. Yeah. Cause all my That's jams. True. Okay. All my jams will go in there. My, everything will go in there. And yeah. my recent song that, um, I have literally been jamming to her name is Tasha. Oh God. I forgot her last name is why not me. Mm. Tanya, when you get a chance, you got to listen to that. I will. I why not me? Mm -hmm. Why not me? Why not me not to go through the storm? At the end of the day, baby, I was built for it. Mm. I was built for it. And so we may have not liked the bumps. We may not like the times that we were in the tub shaking back and forth or contemplating divorce. But at the end of the day, why not us? We made it through. We did. And I'm so glad you did, my love. I'm proud yes. of you. You thank too. You. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I love you. Thank you for taking time out of your day to be on the Redefining Grief podcast. Where oh, we you're so welcome. Thank you. Where we create safe places, where broken hearts can be seen, heard, and validated. And at the end of the day, y'all, this life isn't perfect, but we got to live it. Thank you. My, my, my. That 
was an episode. It was raw. It was genuine. It was purposeful. And I just I just want you sometimes when we hear things and it triggers you deep in your soul, you begin to wander off. This is an episode you need to press replay. This is an episode you need to share. This is an episode that you do not keep to yourself. Why? And one of the things I teach in community, and that is that connection anchor, is that community helps us. And boy, oh boy, did her community help her. And I just love the fact that she decided, she made a choice that she had to get up, that she had to do better, that she had to go back home to what she really believed that this life, 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 this life is worth living. This life is worth fighting for. This life is worth breaking down the mental part of us that tries to take us apart. Or that tries to tear us apart without, I don't know how else to end, but what are you willing to do to live life, living in faith and focus every day? I hope you got that from her story. I love you, Tanya. I love you so much. Thank you for spending time with me on the grief mic. I appreciate you for sitting in your truth. Ooh, now. Don't forget, let's talk about this episode in the Grief Crusaders community on Facebook. It's open. Let's dive in. Let's chat. Let's talk. Let's go deeper. Um, If you can relate to her, you want to join this community where we'll be having a whole dialogue, a whole feed on this episode and what we've learned, the wisdom we've gathered from this king queen king's life i appreciate you all and guess what this month is double dose this month of double dose of moms redefining grief and finding purpose going from grief to purpose and so this thursday ooh, baby this thursday episode is gonna drop in the morning 5 a.m it's gonna drop and you don't want to miss that let me give you a little hint You got to let go sometimes of things that are good to find better. Mm, So good. With that being said, take care of yourself. Remember, this life isn't perfect, but the requirement of living it is. Don't forget to rate the episode. Don't forget to comment. And please don't forget to share. Sharing is caring.